Hey guys, this is Danny here. I just want to take a second to tell you about Halsey Roofing and the great people there. Uh, Matt, the president, uh, I know on a personal level, I'm good friends with him. We go to the fights. Uh, he brings his crew to the fights, man. You sit and talk and you interact with them. You can really tell that they care about uh, the quality of their work as well as their clients. Uh, so if you need new siding, if you need repairs, roof, gutters, whatever you need, man, give the great people at Halsey Roofing a call. But I'm hush hush, don't like to say much. I just wanna chill, keep the apple of fun. Drink all my apple, Crown Royal. You drank it, Danny. Fuck you. How many people did you cuss in your car on the commute here? <laughs> He's the only one he didn't tell the fuck off. Josh is so nice that he can only be angry in the car. <laughs> Fucking idiot! Alright. The good sounds of Rack House bringing us home or bringing us in. Bringing us uh, in, baby. Welcome to the right lane. I'm Lane Danny. Hey, yo. Danny, man, so good to be back, baby. <laughs> uh, got Josh in the house. Josh, thank you for being here, my man. Thanks for having me, boys. It's kind of uh, weird to have my two old ladies in the same spot at the same time. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not used to that. We're not fighting either. We're getting along just great. It's wonderful. You know how I roll, baby. Uh, we got an uh, awesome guest today. Somebody I, I just, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to meet, uh, Adam Meredith. Um, so uh, he'll, he'll be here in a little bit. Um, Danny. Uh, have you seen that guy's hair? Like down and when he's like in full fucking mode, <laughs> it's fucking. That dude has the most beautiful fucking beautiful. hair you will ever see. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, you're talking to a guy who who shaved his head for 15 years, just grew his hair out to see what was left. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm I'll, I'm gonna be fucking impressed. Yeah, you check. You you'll see the pictures. It's gonna be. Fr it, you know how women always want straight, like, oh, no, straight hair. Hey, they, they all always want, want curly. They hair. all want his and the hair. chicks that have curly hair always want yeah. straight. Yeah, that's one of those. I have straight hair. Yeah, he's yeah. got that. He's got that. Uh, save some ladies for us hair going on there. Oh yeah. yes, so, yeah. yeah, full but, jelly. But you, you can't, you can't complain, Josh. You got a good hairline for now. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's not a big deal. A, uh, a, uh, so um, Nemesis is this weekend. Are you going, Danny? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would like to go. It's all out in St. Charles. I got a bunch of shit going on though. Olympia Center. Yeah, uh, I've, I've announced at that place. It's a good. I, I like the venue. Uh, you did that for Mike Woods' card, right? I did, yeah. And Jared, uh, Jared Black Daniels had some cards out there. I did. I don't remember even the show that he had, but didn't they have a like a rap thing mixed into it when you did it? Oh, that was the rest. That was the rest. Oh, the pro wrestling thing was out there too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did the pro wrestling out there. Um, but uh, yeah, Oscar's fighting. Yeah. So uh, he's so fighting uh, K uh, KJ. I don't know that guy. He's been man. He's been around oh nine oh eight. How? He, oh, so he's he's older. Yeah, K, uh, he's Good. probably a little younger than me, but he's not much younger. KJ's been around a while. Yeah, remember? Oh, Ken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> KJ, yeah, uh, it should be a good fight. Right on. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there too. That's at uh, Olympia Center uh, out in St. Charles. Um, Adam, Adam Meredith in the house with us, everybody. Hello, everybody. The Thank man, you for having welcome me. Aboard. The man, the myth, the legend. Would it be weird if I just hold the mic like this the whole time? It probably <laughs> no. I mean, it's, it's kind of it's like, I think pictures and show people, they'll probably think it's a little weird. But. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, this is just an audio show, so you get away with a little bit more on our show than I your can show. Get, I can be a little weird. Yeah, uh, for sure. Ed and Meredith, for everybody who doesn't know, uh, black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, broadcaster for Shamrock Promotions, uh, podcaster, outside perspective, 
Uh, be sure to check that out. Apple Podcasts and where else? Anywhere you find podcasts. Anywhere you, anywhere you find Spotify, podcasts. Uh, he also has a clothing line called Impose Will, and I'm looking at uh, his hoodie right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Adam Meredith, thank you for being here. Uh, what did I miss? What else is there about Adam Meredith? What else do you do? <sighs> Dude, that's that it? I you mean, just have great hair. That's the other thing. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much I spend most of my time. That and just, you know, kids, dad mode. Yeah. <clears throat> A 13, 11-year-old. My son's wrestling this season. This is his first season wrestling, so that takes a lot of time. That's, That's a lot of time. Yeah. Wow. He's, is he 11 or 13? He's 13. 13. Yeah. Right on. Is his first year wrestling? Yeah. Why would you guys wait so long? Well, uh, I got him in jiu-jitsu first. I thought that was a little bit more chill. Um, so I started with jiu-jitsu, and then I was going to start him in seventh grade, but they didn't. it was all virtual. They didn't have anything. Right. It was last year. COVID so fucked all kinds of shit it up. It really did. So... We just kind of had to wait and uh, and get him started this year, but man, it's kind of a weird thing. This is this is something that's always on my mind actually as of late because my son's thirteen. He's born on July thirty first. He uh, he's on the cutoff for here in Missouri. So if he was born one day later, he'd be in seventh grade this year as opposed to eighth grade. So I'm seriously considering having him repeat the eighth grade for like a growth year before putting him into high school. My uh, my fifteen year old was born July first, and we could have done either. Yeah. Uh, we went ahead and I wanted to keep him back even when he was younger. Right. And, and she, she was dead set against it. Same. Uh, when he was little, though, he was a monster size. Like, he would have looked like the strange kid because he was so big for his age. Angus. But now, but now he's, re- he's behind all the kids, like, through gro- puberty and stuff like that because he's not as – he's a year younger than most all the people in his class. Yeah, yeah. I think, a, like, a year of development goes a long way at that age. Yes. Yeah, and it develop and it affects a whole bunch of areas. Hey, I'll tell you guys, I don't have kids, so I don't know shit about this. All I know is that one year um, I was held – for some weird reason, I guess I was on the cutoff too. I was held back in baseball, like, to a younger group. Yeah. And I fucking smoked them that year. <laughs> I was awesome. It was my oh, best year ever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I'm all for it, man. Hold I the had kids the same back, thing. Let them yeah. It happened to me when I was younger. Like I didn't have armpit hair until I was like graduating high school. You were the youngest. Yeah. So my boy is my oldest boy is eight, and we held him back before we put him in from five to six. Okay. And that year development changed everything it's a it's a big deal at that age yeah because proportionally for your life i mean it's a small part right so i mean it's a huge portion of your life right? yeah, so that's, a lot happens yeah I, I think it's a uh sets up the foundation for everything I, if i could go back and do it again i would have held him back but like i said though he was so, like he could he could barely run the football yeah when peewee football at this age because we had to cut weight when we got to the weigh-ins and stuff cause yeah he, he was just so big now he's not though like the Right. Seventh graders are taller than him. Yeah, <laughs> his brother's like four inches taller than him. Yeah, well, my son, he just had a pretty big growth spurt, but uh, and and honestly, he's an all honors class, so it's not like he's having issues. I just think a no. year of development would go along. I, I I I'm with you on that for sure. Yeah, so that's it, man. Be- between being a dad and all the other things, that's just kind of what I'm doing. Uh, podcasting takes a lot of time, dude. Yeah. Right? No, am I wrong? Do you are you better at it? That much better? No. I mean that much than, than what? <laughs> How many Shrug? podcasts? I feel like I'm, I'm, not so that, outside, I'm not that good at it. <laughs> outside perspective is a great show, and I've listened to it uh, quite a few times. Um, uh, how much time do you spend on it? How often do you do a show? Is it once a week or? It just depends on the week. Um, I'm kind of falling into a, a flow of where it's usually on Wednesdays and Fridays I'm recording right now. And then like every other weekend, just depending on my, my schedule with my kids. Um, 
so right now that, but for the most part, I'm usually pretty flexible. It's kind of like an all the time thing. Um, I'm getting more busy teaching jujitsu now, so that's kind of why I'm more structured with when I'm recording. But before, I'd say up until probably the last month or two, it's been all the time. So, like, for example, I think last week or the week before, I had five episodes scheduled. I only did three of them or two of them. Like, three have fell off. And then I have three this week. So, yeah, well, three last week, two this <laughs> week. So, yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. And and you and you do yours where you're. Um, I'm impressed by your style. You have a different style than than we do. So you think so? Yeah, he, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> That's <laughs> the beauty, though, right? There's no set any way no, to do yeah. it. So so you you'll record straight through, just straight through, no breaks, just uh, conversation. Yeah. Uh, nothing in front of you. You're like Charlie Rose. Even didn't do that, man. Like Charlie Rose had. Who's that? Yeah. Oh, you don't know Charlie Rose? <laughs> I don't know either. You guys don't know Charlie Rose? In, explain. I figured you'd know Charlie you're like, Rose. You're, you're the lone wolf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the name right, sounds familiar. I'm like, who the fuck is Charlie no, Rose? He was one of my uh, inspirations for, uh, for uh, interviewing people. Oh, really? Day. Yeah, he was around forever. Uh, he was on PBS, baby. Okay. Back oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you say PBS. He got, he got knocked off for, for some Me Too shit okay. and after he was an old man, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, the point is, it's cool a, it's story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it was Axel Rose, you guys would have been all over it. Uh, yeah, because he's cool. Okay, <laughs> all right. Who's Axel Rose? Uh, no, yeah, see, <laughs> right on. So different. So different style. Did it start out that way? Like, like, uh, did you? Is that like uh, by design, or you just? I don't know. What's your What's your inspiration for doing the show? What's your inspiration for doing the show? And how did you come to? This is how I'm going to do the show. Yeah, so the short answer would be like Rogan. For I mean, I've always been just a huge consumer and just fan of podcasts. I mean, whenever I was working in like the corporate setting, I'd spend a lot of time with headphones in, just going throughout my day listening to podcasts. And I would, and I'm a big proponent of just self learning, teaching yourself. And I feel like that's where like podcast, like that's where podcasts came into play for me because it doesn't really matter what you're into there's probably a podcast for it no so doubt. Yeah, yeah so i just spent tons and tons of hours um podcasting or listening to podcasts and rogan was for sure probably the, the biggest influence for me and the way i looked at his show it was just having a conversation so for me going into it it was always just going to be that i i'm only I'm, i did that to them because uh i talked to both of them about doing a show yeah and the the, the very beginning when we talked about doing it that was it sitting around having a conversation that's the whole basis right of, yeah that's what you do that's how you get people yours is excellent though because the different people you have on there all the time yeah uh, the conversations you have getting to know that it, it's exactly what the name says uh, that's what i like about it uh your show thank you yeah yeah i i look at whenever i so trying to decide on the format i think that um i'm trying to not be as rigid for example, I, I definitely want to start having different types of guests on, and I'm going to have to have some preparation. I don't know if I'll write questions down, but maybe I'll do more prepping because there's definitely been times where I've kind of went off the cuff, and I was like, fuck, man, I just wasn't as sharp on that conversation. It wasn't as good as the conversation or whatever the case may be. Sometimes it's after, like, for example, with the, the lockdown, it really slowed things down because I like to do everything in person. And whenever – you have a break and then you get back to it, you're like you're kind of rusty you don't really have that flow and it takes a few 
to get into it. Right. So sometimes I'm like, man, I should just be more prepared. Or I'm like, oh, well, because always you're, to your what we were talking off air, you know, you'll, you'll think of questions. And you're like, oh, shit, I should have asked that. Or you're like, oh, man, if we did that one more time, it would be ten times better because now you got to know each other if it's the first interaction. We're a little scatterbrained. So we have to write that stuff down. We're yeah. not as sharp as you a are. Little, yeah. We learned that from the very from the very beginning. Like we could sit down and talk about stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, we're it's two of us, and to do that every week or every time we do a show, yeah, it, it's it's not going to work that well. Yeah. So then, like the, even the interview process, we didn't plan on doing that. Mm-hmm. It just kind of rolled into how it happened and stuff. And then Lane was like, "Let's do. We're going to format it like this." Yeah. Gonna, like Lane came up with all the formatting that we needed. Yeah. For to have for the two people to do a show and yeah. stuff. Turned it into more of like an actual show. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Des- it like like I was asking you. It was by design. It was supposed to be a specific kind of show. Show. You right. Know what I mean. Yeah. As, exactly. as opposed to like the the format you're talking about. Right. So. Um, yeah, because yeah. there's, there's different formats. I look at it as you can either you can either just kind of like just like kind of host or have a conversation, or you can kind of like conduct an interview. Right. Right. And there's just the different formats. There. There. Yes. Yeah, and I think some people kind of confuse them because sometimes I'll, I'll have people on there like oh well you're coming i'm gonna come on and get interviewed i'm like listen i don't know what you think this is <laughs> yeah, i don't have any fucking questions before. like we're t- <laughs> i'm not gonna just sit here and ask you questions like that's not how this is gonna work we, right we've d- we do both yeah Dep- depending on who we get and for stuff. sure like sean woodson uh even though it turned into just a normal conversation like we normally we play a couple of games and stuff and we're yeah. prepared and he, d- he didn't want to do none of that <laughs> uh, steve ewing isn't somebody uh that we I would did we, we didn't do nothing like that with him either. It was just a, it was just talking to him about his. Uh, it was just a basic interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah pretty, pretty yeah. straightforward. You, you. I mean, you it, it depends on the person too, the person and the yes, subject exactly. for sure. Because sometimes I'm definitely asking more questions than it is just back and forth. Be for, fluid for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to really be rigid in the way I approach it. For the most part, it's, I'm always approaching it as a conversation. But sometimes. Um, like I'm fully aware it's going to be more me asking questions or maybe driving the conversation, right. wherever the case may be. Uh, okay. So I, I'm going to go back to interview and ask you. I have a question. What was it like growing up in Potosi? Oh, you know, it, it, just, it is what it is whenever you're a kid, right? I look back on it now, lo- though, and it was definitely interesting. How long did you live there? Until I was 12. Oh, so you didn't get the good years. Um, no, yeah, not like – I, I went to Potosi. You went to Potosi? Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> It was the most awesome and insanely fucked up asshole place that I've ever been to. Yeah. I was um, a junior in high school. My cousin was a senior. I moved down there with my aunt and uncle. Uh, the <laughs> the girls were fucking awesome. Really? Yeah, they were. Uh, it was good times. The guys well, not hold so on. What school did you go to go before on. Potosi? Uh, Roosevelt. Cleveland. Okay, yeah. Oh, the girls okay. are going to be great. Why did you <laughs> really? Why Why was Potosi so so great? It's such a small little. Well, because he came from Roosevelt. Bro. Well, what, is, what's Roosevelt? Is there oh, shit. Roosevelt's up here in the city. Okay. Uh, it's oh, a, it, it's got to be one of the worst school. schools you can it's go to. It's an inner city school? Yeah. So okay. When okay. I go down there, and I talk and so, so there's no chaos down there, and you're like a fish out of like a big. Oh, no. My cousin had been fish. This is where he lived and went to school. And everybody liked him and stuff, so he we went to parties and shit. And okay, and I'm the new guy. You had the easy end. Yeah, so and you got two things when you're the new guy: you, girls want to fuck and dudes want to fight. So <laughs> that, that's what my life was down there. Uh, it was really, I, I did enjoy my time there for sure. Like, I still talk to a lot of people from down there. It, uh, it was a super. Uh, I didn't fit in mm. like at all. Like, what? 
Yeah. Weird. Well, you had never seen a rule king before, you know? There so was, still was wasn't one down there. It was just a lot of backwoods stuff. And the, There's nothing. They had goat ropers and cowboys and I shit remember like when that. the McDonald's opened down there. I yeah. Was a kid. It was a big deal. <laughs> My uncle deal. worked there. Yeah, everybody in town was at that. Whoa, it was fucker. that small? Yes. Bro. It still is that it's small. It's still that small. small. It's right? Yeah, there's yes. nothing. There's I a mean, main street. Yeah, there's some stuff that's kind of come up over that, that that side of town. Is that off? Is that off 55? Where's Potosi? I forget. 47? 21, something yeah, like you that. take like twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty one south, and it's like you go right through it. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 a straight. Burn an it's burn an yes. Wait, yes. you know where Farmington I, is? Uh, yes, ish. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, probably twenty minutes from that. It's like in that same general vicinity, though. Whoa. No, no, make no. No. It, it's country. It's country. not a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Have you heard of the down. prison in Mineral Point? Uh, no. Where they do executions. And <laughs> oh, is that, that where shit goes down? Huh? Yeah, Potosi's a max five. Yeah, yeah. it's big yeah. time, man. Like it's the sing sing of Missouri. There's, there's nothing yeah. to do except so everybody fucking parties and fights. It's all baller shit out there, son. <laughs> Meth and hookers. <laughs> We're living there, large. There's, there's, there's hookers now. <laughs> I don't. Fuck, I don't know, dude. This is no, this but is like, news to me. I'm <laughs> such a city kid, dude. I like. I didn't know outside of 270 until after high school. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like I think I, people know. who really live in cities would say you're not a city kid, uh, because St. Louis is kind of—it's not like a real, real city. Oh <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, I'm I mean, talking shit. No, no. Hey, by all means, help yourself. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Listen, I didn't build this. Place, I'm from Potosi, but, Missouri. I'm just talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, but. But no, all I'm saying is I was I I didn't know anything like out there like I, I don't outside of Crown de I, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't know like well, you, you know, know what I mean. You don't know. Yeah, like uh, you're not missing Potosi, anything. Dude. No, I, I mean, here's what I've discovered: the further you get away from the city, the easier they get. Really? Yes. Because huh. I lived from fucking St. Louis all the way down to Potosi, like and almost every place in between and shit. And through those like those coming up years, fucking twelve to twenty and shit. Yeah, the further you move away, the easier they get. Science. It, is sure is science. Potosi further than True. DeSoto? Yes. Yes. Okay. And True. It's, it, it's country. DeSoto's not really. I mean, DeSoto's trying to have this whatever they are, but Potosi's like straight country. There's not yeah. a lot going on. So check this out. Uh, one of my friends as a child is the mayor of there now, Potosi. He's the no. mayor of Potosi now. Whoa. How weird you is just, that? You could just I remember having a sleepover at that guy's house That's as a kid. That's how few people Now he's there. the mayor. Ted <laughs> <laughs> Salisbury <laughs> Just hanging out. It's like South Park. Hey, there were like a thousand <laughs> kids. There, the there were like a thousand go? kids that went to the school and shit. Like the, the that's a whole lot of kids. Yeah, maybe. but they're from all over. Like it took you forty five minutes to get to school. And they're all waiting to work at that one McDonald's too. <laughs> <laughs> Run Grandpa's farm. Yeah. Good thing that place open. Well, you, what year did you graduate? Uh, Two thousand six. Oh right on. So did you start? Yeah, that's where you started jujitsu. Then it was down in Potosi. No, so I left Potosi and it was like ninety nine in like sixth grade. So, yeah, I All mean, right. I was there as a kid, but then, like, I actually grew up, grew up in Jeff City. Right on. Yeah. We were there at the same time then. 98. I was Jeff City? Oh, really? Yeah, that's when I stayed when I was there. Mm. You I was, said I'm older, though. I'm an old man. Yeah. It's all relative. Jefferson City? Jefferson City, Missouri. Okay, not Jefferson the, County. No, the capital right. of Missouri. Okay. Cole County. All right. Cole County. County. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was, it, what was it like growing <laughs> up there? I mean, like most places, it was a pretty slow town. I think there's like 50,000 people there. I don't know, man. I had a pretty, I don't know. It was, I just did a lot of sports, school sports, girlfriend. I, that was kind of like my life. I was a little shocked. Though, no, Mike Rogers was the one that told me you were from Potosi. 
Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, he's not. And he's, like, he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where he's from. I'm like, because you, the vernacular, I, you don't sound anything like those people. Right. Uh, that's why I was, yeah, you don't no. dress like them, act like them. I'm like, yeah, no. there's no way Adam's from Potosi. No, like, just family ties down there now. I don't, uh, yeah, I haven't been there in quite some time. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> For sure. No, that's fantastic. So the, my next question then would be, what led you to Lindenwood? Lindenwood? Yeah. I got a wrestling scholarship there. Um, so, yeah, wrestling. I started wrestling whenever I was a freshman in high school, and I just kind of took to it. That's it? Yeah. So you – oh, because you did jujitsu then. No, like, I didn't start jujitsu until uh, – shit, I guess it was 2009. So you did that at – okay. Yeah, so that was in that's college. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm just – Like fighting led me to jujitsu, but – I think that's great. Yeah, I started wrestling in high school. Because that leads me to think about your boy – and him doing jujitsu before he wrestled. Yeah. And so I would think that that would be super beneficial. Like yeah. Well, I didn't start him in wrestling because it's such an intense sport. And for me, I just thought I could kind of get him just kind of introduced into like the grappling world, kind of just a little bit more relaxed and he'll get the benefit of kind of learning the skill. Um, hindsight being 2020, I probably would have put him in wrestling a little bit sooner. Cause even when you're real young, it's really it's it's not that crazy. It is it's more intense, but it's not super crazy. And uh, and it, he he kind of picked up some bad habits from jujitsu for wrestling. So I, I'm kind of like unteaching some things. <laughs> so that's and that's, so there's also that. But uh, yeah, I did. So jujitsu wasn't even a thing growing up, right? I mean, not where we. Yep. Were, I mean, it was around, but not here. Right. So I mean, I did karate as a kid, kid, and then I just went out for wrestling because. Uh, I had a friend who was going out for wrestling, and his brother, I think he was just doing it for because his older brother was doing it, and he just wanted a friend to go out with him. So he convinced me to do it he, with with the like the reasoning of it would help me get better for football. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. So then I just I just did it, and I just fucking just kind of took to it. And that's it makes what, perfect yeah, sense. eventually just, I got a scholarship. So what led you to the fighting then? I, obviously, you wrestled, and so is it, was it a natural progression? or Yeah. Yeah, there was no, like, angry guy from a kid, people picking on you. No, man. I mean, there's definitely ego. There's that external validation, like, you want to fucking be the man. Um, I'm, I'm an intense competitor, so I just wanted to continue to compete. I always want – if you would have talked to me in high school, I thought for sure I was going to be, like, in the NFL or something because I, just, I just love football so much. And I thought that was going to be the path. And uh, But I was, I was better at football. I'm not a giant. I mean, I was better at wrestling. I'm not like a giant, and so football wasn't really the path yeah, for me. If there were weight classes in football, you'd be right in there. Maybe, yeah. who knows? But <laughs> it wasn't the path yeah. for me. Like so, foot like wrestling. Once I, I stopped wrestling, whenever we found like I was with my it was then girlfriend, and we found out we were uh, she was pregnant with my son. So then I just I just like was working and going to school and like you know, I was doing the dad thing and I wasn't wrestling or competing anymore. So I wanted to keep competing. Yes. And I always thought I'd be a professional athlete. I thought it'd be football, but that wasn't the case. So I was like, man, this is still an opportunity for me to compete and to try to actually like build something like outside of the normal path. I never wanted to do the normal thing for whatever reason. Well, jujitsu is definitely not normal. Uh, and you just got your black belt. Was it under, is it under Rogers? Yeah. 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 Uh, what was, what was that experience like? Cause I mean, that's a, you said '09, I think, is when you started. That's yeah. a long time, a, a culmination of uh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of hours and time and spent on the mat and yeah, it's a long time. Well, I mean, I I wanted to start training jujitsu 
because I knew I needed it for fighting. So whenever I first started fighting, I was um, I was completely independent. So I didn't I didn't have a, a gym or a coach or anything, and uh, I just I knew I needed somewhere. And I was kind of figuring out trying to where to go. I, I mean, I looked at like Andre's place and a few different spots, and like I didn't really want to go anywhere. And then there's also just like that fear of like walking into a place. Yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like fuck, dude. And here's the thing: I knew I couldn't pay for it. I was broke as shit. And I was like, man, I'm just hoping this guy will, like, let me work something out because I can't afford to train. But I know that I have potential and I can do this thing. I just need a place. So whenever I finally, like, actually walked into Mike's, I think it was because Josh Sampo was training there. And I knew him from the wrestling team at Lindenwood. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a senior and I was a freshman on the wrestling team. So I knew he was training there. And um, it was, like, down the road from Lindenwood. And I ran by it many times just running – through that area of St. Charles. So eventually I just I just fucking walked in there and Mike let me practice. He was just like, yeah, just go ahead and train. And I think he just saw something. So then he was just like, yeah, just come back tomorrow. So then it was kind of the same thing. And eventually he just let me, um, to pay for my dues, he let me, uh, I think for the first month I, I like pulled the fucking weeds around the <laughs> building and like trimmed the hedges awesome. and, and like mowed the grass. And just from there, then I would just, I think uh, I'd clean up the, I'd clean the bathroom like twice a month so just kind of clean that's up dedication by you too though and uh because people so a lot of people especially people who want to fight are like i'm not doing that yeah i'm not trading that i'm not doing that it's, it's beneath me so kudos to you for like this is obviously something you've really wanted to do yeah man i would have lived in the gym had i not so man i mean we all choices and consequences had, had i mean had i not been one of those like bonehead ass fucking kids who like had kids and got married and tried to do all these grown-up <laughs> things early on in life I mean, I who knows where the fuck I would have floated to. I have intense wanderlust, so like I would have floated somewhere and like just lived in a gym and just, just been a fucking gym rat, just pursuing the thing full time because I don't need much. Right, I, I can appreciate yourself. that. That wasn't the plan, though. This uh, that was what I wanted. It's yeah, just, it's just, it yeah, just didn't. Right. I, yeah, that I think, those I weren't the circumstances. Maybe that there's a reason for that. Though. Maybe. Yeah, for you to because your show, man. It really does give a different perspective with everybody you have on there. The people that's why I I do love your show because of that. You get to hear, and I think that I don't know if that's like your calling or whatever, but that may be why you didn't get to do that wanderlust, go live in a gym and do nothing but hang out and yeah, surf, dude. Yeah, maybe <laughs> who knows? It's funny. I, so I'm I'll complete a thought actually now because I had this thought on I, I recorded earlier with this dude, and at the very beginning of the conversation, I was going down this path, and then like we went this huge fucking tangent. So it's still in my fucking mind. Like I want I wanted to do it, it on out. my intro. So here's the thing. He was talking about something. Either way, as I'm on this path, I feel like let me back up for half a second. So let's like I look at I, I always analyze success. Like we were talking about whenever you want to, to do something, you kinda like look at a person who's doing what you're wanting to do and you kinda emulate them or you compare yourself or you're trying to trying to figure out like what they're doing that you can do and you're trying to grow, right, and get better and you can you compete a little bit. So like I'm always looking at like who's the best and in my opinion, the best that w- what I'm trying to do is Rogan. No so doubt. I I mean I've watched many of his conversations and and uh, I'm like, man, you get this sense of like, man, like you want to be there right now and you feel like you're running out of fucking time. At least for me, I feel like I'm running out of time sometimes and I'm behind and all this shit. And I just like, man, I try to put in perspective like, all right, Rogan's like 54 and he's super fucking interesting and everybody kind of, they trust him and he's in this place in life, but he's he's 20 years older than me. So I try to keep that in perspective is where it's like, 
man, I'm so far on the journey, and it's actually pretty exciting where I think where I'm at now, I'm so early in the journey that if I do just stick with this, let's just say in 10, 15, 20 years down the road, I'm going to have met so many people, especially right now, early on in their career, because the guy I was talking to, he's pretty early on, but I feel I feel like he's on some shit, like he's going to do something, and it's like, he was saying, because he's, he's about to move to An- Atlanta, and he was like, dude, I promise, like, if I ever blow up, he's like, you know, he said when, he's like, when I blow up, he's like, you always get the first interview, he's like, I don't give a fuck who it is, you always get the first interview, so I'm like, what if, right now, I'm just doing all the groundwork, and I'm just meeting all these people, laying all of these seeds for 10, 15, 20 years down the road, so that way I can be a Rogan to where it's of that magnitude where it's like, all right, yeah, you are crushing it. Like, you are interesting. You you do have all those connections with all these super high-level people. You know, like, Rogan has such a fucking elite circle, right? But he, like, he curated it for sure, but he has access to all those elite people because all the shit that he's done up until this point. So I'm like, man, I feel like that's the path. I do too. Uh, Josh and I were talking about this earlier about uh, networking, and that's basically what it is. Uh, yeah. You grow it because it, that old saying, uh, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I didn't understand that until recently yeah. in life because, uh, uh, like, I, who, you don't know what you don't know. Right. No, you, like, my boss, Brant, he's the, he eventually he came from North Carolina. He worked two and a half years here. We had a great working relationship after it was started out bad, uh, like most of my relationships do. Uh, and then he left, uh, and I was like, oh, that's now there's a connection to the outside world in my, in my field of choice that I chose for a profession that I have a connection to. So it's people to tap into and open up to. Uh, the thing that I was I've struggled with recently, and like, I'm, man, I'm so mad that I still even though is getting older. Uh, like you're talking about Rogan's 54. Like that made me think immediately about, oh wow, 41 <laughs> not that bad because I, uh, I that time is running out. That's how I've looked at it the last year and a half or whatever. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. How much <laughs> like how much longer do we have? And like, th- there's there's only so many sunsets and days left in this motherfucker. Yeah. That uh, I don't want to miss any of it and stuff. But it, it's still, even at this age, it's always a slow process. Yeah. So it is about laying the foundation and the groundwork and building on something. Well, there wasn't a Joe Rogan before Joe Rogan. Right. You know, he, he, he it, I, I don't know if he knew no. what Joe Rogan was going to become. No. How long, he was a stand-up comedian. How long you know, he, he wasn't a podcast. How long did, did it take him to get to here for the so, podcasting? Oh, oh, it took time. all his time. It took oh, forever, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. So, so, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those growth things where, yeah. like, I mean, there's there's no reason to stop even if you don't know where it's going. Right. Yeah. Because it could go somewhere different. It exactly. Could spin off into something else. You never know what something. You know, you could be to. a fucking anchor at a news station one day. You know what I mean? Like just some. But you know, use your skill for something else. You and Adam know. Adam may do that because he also does the uh, the color commentating and play by play for Shamrock. How did that come about? Like, how'd you get hooked up with? Super randomly, um, dude. I, I don't even. I think. I think I had Jesse on the podcast, and then maybe a couple weeks later, he called me and asked me to do uh, some photography for the social media, and I think I was just on his mind just because we had just did the podcast, and they were, they were, and maybe just, he was He's talk- obviously impressed with He you was though. talking to Rob, or talking to Rashad, or somebody, and he was just like, man, who could we do this? And then maybe I just came to mind, he called me, offered me the gig, so I just started doing photography, and kind of doing some social media work for them, and eventually, I don't know, it was probably... The end of last year, I was at a show working photography, and he was just like, hey, man, you want to hop on and commentate these next couple fights real quick? Because I think he was doing it. He had to run offers or some shit. So I was like, sure, why not? Hopped on, and I guess got good feedback, and they just offered me the gig. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Here we are. Uh, 
And then you did Guns and Hoses this year too. Yeah, that's fucking badass. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. That was a pretty big event. Um, I, you, it's it's maybe shameful. I've actually never been to a Guns and Hoses. Neither have I. But I knew where it was. <laughs> been yeah. to a couple. Yeah, Josh has been there. I've never been there. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating to me because it, it sounds to me that you, everything that you've done, you've had some sort of small little bit of luck but everything you've done you've created on your own to put yourself in a position to grab that next thing and take that next step for the next whatever like yeah i don't know what i'm doing i'm just doing yeah you know that, a that's, fucking that's mayor. the thing yeah that's the thing that <laughs> man, i tell my kids that shit all the time man you just just do it yeah no matter what just keep growing and that's what you're doing is growing yeah that's the whole, i think that should that should be everybody's goal and like people put, say that shit on social media or they pretend to act like that but they're they're not really they do the same thing over and over every week monday is monday tuesday is tuesday right they're not expanding their horizon they don't try to put themselves out there yeah because everybody's afraid to look stupid uh man, yeah i fucking look stupid every day i don't care well dude when you're fighting you're like you're naked literally you, you're, yeah. you're half naked and you're exposed as fuck i'm not i'm not a stranger to That's being exposed and put myself out there <laughs> it's a little different in the <laughs> podcast world though because see i have so many long conversations i just say shit and i'll put myself out there and i'll be super honest and i'm like fuck man people people really get to know me through this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think this i think this is a little more uh, out in the open than uh fighting is for me anyways because uh yeah you can replay this uh you can make fun of it you say dumb shit or whatever over and over you can go just go press it you can find this anywhere yeah uh, it's extremely vulnerable yeah that uh, fighting was i didn't really look at it that way but this i i, I do more because i'm gonna say some dumb shit yeah and fucking somebody's gonna remember that i said some dumb shit and i'm gonna get canceled in three years yeah for something that i don't even remember i said and shit that's how you know you've made it though when you get canceled you get canceled you definitely yeah. made it joe rogan finally made it guys yeah congrats <laughs> joe. congrats the rock too <laughs> <clears throat> the Rock, yeah, yeah, the, the Rock's not getting he got canceled. canceled? He's too no, uh, no, he's canceling. No, they got Rogan. him. I'm telling you, they got, yeah, they got him. How they get him? He was making well. The first of all, they went and played some uh, an old clip of him wrestling, doing an, uh, making fun of some Asian people talking in an Asian accent. Oh, really? that, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't oh, enough. Oh, and days. then they got a brand new one where he's uh, literally talking shit about a transgender person. Really? And making some fucking. That'll shit. do it. God, they canceled the cancelers. Whatever. Every snake eating it. Everybody's coming. Keep eating your own. Come for me, motherfucker! I can't. <laughs> I can't wait to get canceled. I, I'll never do it because I never say anything that not important. So enough. back to the original question: What did I, I, I? If you can describe the feeling when Mike was like, "Here's your black belt," it felt good. Um, God, it was such a long time coming. So I mean, twelve years of training, and it wasn't. It wasn't all straight jujitsu because there's so. In the beginning, it was all focused on MMA, right? So. I started jujitsu because I knew I needed to do that to get better at MMA because that was the focus. And I mean, at the time, I mean, they were always talking how BJ Penn had gotten his black belt so quickly and how jujitsu was the thing. Three years, I think, is what B- I think BJ. so. Yeah, three years. He's like and the fastest person. Yeah, he was like killing. I think he was like the first American to win worlds at black yep. belt. And so he, so you hear that? So I was like, oh, well, I got to do this jujitsu thing. I just knew I needed to do it. So. I mean, I went in there, and it was it was cool because I think it was either the first or second day I was in there, I got to train with Tyron. Like, Tyron was still there at yeah. the time. So, I mean, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. And, uh, and yeah, man, I just – it was kind of, like, off and on. Cause so I trained with Mike for a year, and then I moved to San Antonio for a year 
um, with my now it was at that time now wife, and then we were about to have our second kid, so my daughter. So we moved to San Antonio for a year, and the plan was to like save up for a house, and we we're gonna live with her parents for a year and kind of do that thing. And then we ended up moving back here because I wanted to come back and train with Mike. So moved back, and then again the focus was always MMA. So I always did jujitsu, but I don't think it went as fast as maybe I could have if I would have only focused on jujitsu. So once I stopped tra- like fighting, then it was just it's been full force. It was just straight jujitsu for the past I don't know four and a half five years now. I love your competitive uh, nature because there's like only there's a small group of people who can claim to have a black belt and a legitimate one at that. And you're worried about how fast you got. <laughs> how fast? Oh, well, no. I'm just saying if we're talking about like all of t- well, and also because <laughs> like the, the the number of people who could like legitimately say they got a badass black belt. It, I mean, it's one percent of the the world, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't honorary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all real. <laughs> like, it's all relative, though. Like Adam's literally whooping ninety nine percent of the fucking world's ass. That that's like. I mean, can can you ever get the there's fucking a, guest a lot in that here that can't, <laughs> can't kick your ass? I'm like at the bottom of, of that one no, percent. No, no, girlfriends. No. no, we can't, especially when he's got his hair down and shit. Yeah, it, it's the it's the man's worst nightmare is Adam Meredith. <laughs> Say, lock up your bitches because Adam's coming. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think about it because, I mean, it's just how – there's just a lot of different factors that go into how you progress in the sport. And I don't know. In my mind, I probably could have maybe got it a few years quicker. But all things considered, no, I shouldn't say – I shouldn't complain, I guess, right? It's great to yeah. have. No this is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But I wanted to get my black belt because I want that black and red belt. And I think that takes like – Shit, man! I think that's like twenty-five or twenty-four years until you get that because there's it's like three years per degree for the first three stripes, and then it's, I think it goes to five years. So yeah, what's that? Twenty-four years until you become a sixth-degree black belt, and which at that point, then you get that that red and black belt. So in my mind, I want that motherfucker. I want that belt. Yeah, St. So Charles of May ain't playing. Don't stop now. I talk shit to Mike about it. I'm like, man, you guys be sandbagging and shit, dude. And then Jesse left. Uh, we went over there to train, and because that's where the conversation started. Jesse Garinger. I'm mm. like, wait, how you had to do the white belt? Yeah. How the fuck you have Jesse Garinger a white belt? And then he went to the next tournament and finished second. And Mike immediately was like, why didn't he finish first if he was supposed to be a blue belt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, like when I say legitimate, they're legit. Like there's people handing out colors and belts. Uh, St. Charles and May does not do that. So uh, that's a you're very uh, the lineage to that belt means a lot yeah we have a pretty good lineage right i mean yeah from hickson to yeah. Rodrigo, yeah so it's it's a great lineage i think jujitsu as a whole um yeah you for sure see some of those 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 gyms with like weaker standards but as a whole i think i, I think the the whole just game has risen and like maybe there was a time where there weren't as really as many good gyms in the area, but man, there are so many good yeah, jujitsu yes. gyms these days. Like, just the whole community is just leveled up, man. It definitely has grown quite a bit. Uh, especially out by where, where you guys are at there. Uh, uh, Wolves, Wolves Den's doing some great things. Wolves Den's producing some, obviously, some great fighters. Um, they have a lot of good athletes out there for sure, like Mop. He's a, he's That's a great a coach. That's a hotbed, that whole area. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got Nick Sanders. Um, he's doing some great things, him and Junior, at Revive Jiu-Jitsu, and obviously um, JW with Grace Umida. Well, I'm I just mean, talking about, like, the, the, the people that you that, uh, that you can get to attend. Like, there's a lot of people out that way that are looking. I'm assuming the wrestling program is really good out there. Like, the like South County doesn't have that. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no, like, people dying to do jiu-jitsu and sign up to do all that stuff around here and shit like that, man. So that's probably, I think, the, the biggest area of popu- the population that – is fighting and stuff is coming out of there. It's the most concentration of uh, 
uh, speeding tickets, I think, out that way, too, <laughs> by the really? way. Really? Uh, 70. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Danny. I just want to talk to you real quick about what our friends at Endzone Sports have coming up this spring. Starting at the end of April, they will have another exciting eight-week session of flag football and cheerleading. But spots are filling up fast, so get signed up today at endzonesports.com backslash gateway. That's endzone, like the letter N, zonesports.com backslash gateway. They have a convenient location in South County right off of Telegraph Road, and every game will be played on Saturday, making it easier to plan your schedule and invite the whole family. So if your child is 5 to 14 years old and is excited about football or interested in being a cheerleader, sign up today at endzonesports.com backslash gateway. Or you can reach out to my boy Mike Thompson at 314-320-7591. That's 314-320-7591. If you need assistance paying the youth sports dues, don't stress, because Endzone Sports is a proud partner of EveryKidsSports.org. That's EveryKidsSports.org. They offer uh, scholarships and tuition help. They want every kid to play. They want every kid to not miss out on an opportunity just because the finances aren't right. We all know what type of world COVID has done to us. So uh, get signed up today, man. And now back to the guys and Adam Meredith of Outside Perspective for a round of Squared Up. I got a couple of questions I want to ask you about and stuff and just get your thoughts on them. I say a word or... Okay. Uh, whatever, and you give me uh, Izzy and Whitaker. Izzy and Whitaker. Yeah. Who you, who's your pick? Oh man, I really don't know. I probably probably Izzy. Yeah. I don't really have any too much reasoning other than just like my gut instinct is. The first one was dismantled. He beaten. It was one sided from start to finish. Yeah, he's just such an exceptional fighter. Who you got? Oh, do I get to play? Who you got? Oh man, I'm I'm happy I get to be on this end of it. Uh, I, uh, I, I'd love to say that I, I'm picking Whitaker, but I can't, um, I, I, he, you'd have to be so aggressive. Uh, you'd have to find a way with aggression to, to catch Izzy. Uh, Gaslam's the only guy who came close with aggression, but, um, uh, I don't, I don't see it happening. I, I appreciate your stance on the, uh, counter puncher aggressive, uh, Whitaker got knocked out by Yoel Romero when he fought Izzy, the punishment he took in those two fights didn't like come to fruition until is because Izzy didn't really hit him that hard and it wasn't like on point and shit. His it was the DC fucking uh, uh, he's got them low hands, you don't see him. No, nah, but it's the DC, know? uh, what's his name? Uh, when uh, he knocked out the champ at the time, Steve Mioche. Steve, Steve, he didn't knock out Steve and Ghana did that. That and then you have to take you have to give your body and your brain time to heal. I think Robert Whitaker, if he doesn't win this time, it goes to the decision, and I do think he does win. The only thing you did make up a good point though with well, the counter punching though. How how do you? Because Kevin Gasman well, got how do you worked see by him. How do you see him approaching? Izzy's, Kevin Gasman got worked by I mean, fucking. You can't stand in front of him. His leg kicks are fucking. Kevin Gasman got worked by fucking uh, Robert Whitaker. Like wrestle, he's gonna wrestle him too. Is how he's gonna do it. Because well, he, he wrestled he Kevin Gasman. Middleweight as long as somebody that he, size he, should ever last in that. They, weight. They're the same size, by the way. Kevin Gasman and Robert Whitaker. They're yeah, but he's the not, same height. Uh, Robert Whitaker's gonna wrestle him, and he's gonna beat him. Right. You know, I think he's going to. Uh, he's going to wrestle, is he? Yeah. Okay. He, he did gas him. Wow. Let's see if did you not watch the gas him fight? Let's see if he can get him on the uh, on the on his back against the cage. Lewis and Tua. I don't know who either one of those guys are. The Black Beast? Oh, okay. Derek Lewis? Yeah, and the, the guy who does the beer chug out of the shoe, oh, the boot chug. I have no idea. Tuvasa or whatever? Tuvasa, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to be completely frank with you guys. I do not keep up with fighting at all. <clears throat> Zero. Yeah, Derek Lewis is pretty big, though. Yeah, I know who he is, but 
I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to give an educated. So we're, we're just going to say you picked Lewis. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, you picked Lewis with this one. Um, uh, Tio Voss is uh, very, very funny, very interesting, but uh, he's, I, I, don't I, think he's, I don't think he's a top five. They, st- they stand in front of each other too much, and when you do that with Lewis, they go to sleep. He said uh, Tio Vasa because he's such a fucking party animal. He said, uh, he said, uh, yeah, I'll drink because uh, Derek Lewis said, "Well, I'm not, I'm not taking a uh, shoey, and that's that's your thing, you know." He said, "If uh, Derek Lewis throws him his cup, he'll do one." Is he from New Zealand? <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of those two, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, uh, he's uh, they do. He said he appreciates him knocking out Greg Hardy though. They're having a little like love fest before they're fighting they stuff. Yeah, they are. It's fun because they're both funny, right? You know? uh, Adam, who's the funniest MMA? fighter the funniest ufc guy or just mma fighter that uh that you've ever come across i have no idea no, <laughs> never came to your mind before kevin holland is uh is a who's the funniest? usual pick why is he the usual because he talks during his fights oh yeah and he's but funny it, when it's he not does. just talking during his fight yeah it's what he says during his fights because that one guy that just fought this past weekend for the uh 185 uh, he talks all the time too. The white dude, Strickland. Yes, he's on. Tw- he's Twitter funny. That's a different kind of fun. Oh, he does the same stuff during the fight when he was talking to Beck Buckley about what he should be doing and stuff, or how he should uh, counterpunch him and shit like that. Yeah, he was telling them. He was, had the guy up against the cage in the back. He's like, "Now you're supposed to turn around, explode at me. Turn around, explode at me. Move your feet." And he's kneeing <laughs> him in the th- the thigh and shit. And he's, he's talking to him as they're fighting and explaining to him what he should be doing yeah. to better his position and stuff. And the guy. I was laughing the whole time. The guy didn't listen to him, though. Super disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Most disrespectful, funniest. Here, you know, same it's, thing. Here's what I think is funny, though. Uh, no, I think it's funny, too. Fighting's not about, hey, that old bullshit, like, it's all respect and shit. No, nah, we're getting ready to punch each other in the face. Yeah. That's, that's not what sells either. And they say that shit for the our jiu-jitsu tournament when we're just trying to tap each is other Chael out. Is Chael Sonnen funny? Hilarious. Chael yeah, Sonnen's fucking yeah. exceptional. He's yeah, he's hilarious. He's one of the funniest. But he's also one of the smartest minds, like, how to promote yourself and do you what do you listen to his little podcast thing he does yeah i fucking love it he, how he breaks i it. don't watch him from beginning to end but i well, I, I see like 12 I minute see clips. The clips i pick the clips that i want and what else he got joe rogan your thoughts on joe rogan what, with all the shit right now yeah, oh, dude it's all crazy right now i feel like uh it's all just blown out of proportion i i think he was under the impression that a lot of what he was going to what he was saying was just going to be taken in context but it's just a smear campaign at this moment to to try to really just dismantle such a powerful voice. Eleven million, yeah, eleven yeah. million people. Yeah, I think if you add up uh, two, three, and four, he still has more than all all of them combined of the total viewership. And I'm not talking like podcast. I'm talking like news stations and shit. Uh, the seat, the whatever people listen to for their daily COVID fucking fear shit. Uh, he's that's a lot of people. Yeah, but it did cost. Uh, Spotify a two billion uh, market cap. Did he? The after the Neil Diamond stuff. Yeah. Cause, you know the market. Neil Young. Yeah, Neil Young. Whatever. Yeah. They, they both suck to me. Right. Uh, Neil whoever. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the trader, the whatever the stock traded at that day, so it was two billion dollars they lost in stock. And oh, uh, in the stock. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I didn't. I didn't hear the. Uh, the things that Joe Rogan said. The. The racial whatever. I. It was. I, I tried to Google but it. To me. To me, it doesn't. And this is my opinion, so nobody come after me for this shit, okay? Whatever, it's an opinion. But I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care because there's, I, I, I agree. I think context is something people just fucking forget about. It's context. 
And and that will matter if I thought the context was he was being insulting or mean. I don't think he would have been. The, this, I could I, be wrong. I, I finally listened it. to it today. But I've, watch Blazi, Blazing Saddle and hear some words that you don't like. And I, then tell me what the context was. It was I've, supposed to be funny. He was explaining stuff that other people had done. Uh is what almost every clip was, is he was explaining the story of something else. Except uh, then they harped on some stuff that he told a story about going to watch uh, Planet of the Apes. And, that was the uh, worst one for sure. That was that was bad. That one looked bad. Was that he w- trying to be funny? He didn't, uh, yeah. yeah, but he doesn't say right. that. He In context, he was no, trying to be he funny. Was, he it was, was not it, funny. No, no. It, what, I, in my opinion, uh, I'm obviously not black, but that was fucked up. Yeah, that was he was wrong for it. It what was he, a bad joke. He didn't even say the N-word. He just compared, like, what I'm getting out of that. I felt like we were in the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he said, right. we, were, he said we were the only white people there. He said he said we went to go see Planet of the Apes, but we walked into Planet of the Apes. There's not really a whole lot. Oh, there's not really a good way know, you, can, you can 30 years of entertainment. That. It was a bad one. It you was know? about, I just, I just chalk it up to, I mean, we're all human. We all say right. fucked right. up shit. Um, and he was on, I think he was on, like, uh, I don't know. It was Facetime or whatever, like a Zoom call or some shit. There's Joey Diaz on there, so it's like a comedian saying fucked up shit to his comedic friends, trying to get a reaction. And I'm sure, I think he, in his explanation video, he talked about how he went on to talk about how it was a good experience and all this. So when you take it out of context, either way, it wasn't a. a, a, He shouldn't. I mean that that one's pretty bad. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. All the other ones, though. I mean, I've listened to his show for a long time. He's. he's, It'd be like he's. 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 Produce so much excellent stuff. Yeah, I I don't think it's a drop in the bucket, man. Like like to it's it shouldn't even put a ripple in the water. I don't I don't think so. That's my opinion. Yeah. So well, if people I, are really, I'm not I'm not shaken by this. Uh, it's it's not me that I guess is on the uh, hook to be offended or whatever in this situation. But me personally, I'm not offended. I fucking I think. I think this cancel culture shit is a is fucking outrageous. I think the cancel culture shit is a little outrageous. Uh, but man, when I heard, because I, I watched Joe Rogan say all the stuff, because the lady put that clip together, uh, he you can clearly see that everything he says is ta- telling telling a story about other shit. Watching that fucking joke that he tried to make, it was it was uncomfortable for sure. Like I was like, it, you, I'm like, oh wow, that that's not, yeah, like. I'm yeah. yeah. I'm not like, a, I'm not I, offended, yeah. but I'm like this guy I can will see, continue I can to see, continue I can to see how any awesome everyone would be offended by that. Back and yeah. look at every little thing he said, you know. Yeah, there's no real way to probably really defend that plan of the Apes, but that one was just bad taste for sure. He fucked up on but that. But I, I don't think that Joe Rogan's a racist. Is, no, if that's no. if that's the whole, right, that's that's the, that's the whole point of context. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to lead with that. No, in that, instead of putting when like forty-five trying, other, you're trying to cancel it. No, you're trying to cancel it. You're trying that's to cancel my point. It. Neil, you get Neil the one, Young, that's enough. Like that's enough to cause a problem. Just don't so use the other. Neil shit Young started this down. shit because Diamond? his his uh, the the person who owns most of his music is f- the same company <laughs> that owns Pfizer or some shit like that. That's true. Right. So uh, so obviously they don't like Joe Rogan. Anyway, we're gonna keep this moving on. MMA goat. Oh man, that's a hard one. I guess it's all perspective. Ah, fuck, man. I probably one of one of my favorites is probably like, come, first instinct is probably to say Anderson Silva. I appreciate that one. Uh I, a, a lot. I, I and I think he's seconded for me. But his domination of people and the way that he did it. Like the Forrest Griffin is fight is an he example. He beat people before they ever stepped in yeah. the fucking cage. Yes, and mentally uh, he was accurate. such a powerhouse. He, he fought steroid users too. 
Uh, the other guy that people will say is the fucking the greatest ever. I, if I've done steroids and you're not, man, I don't think I, I don't think you count anymore. Who? John Jones. Right. He's out of the conversation. Thank you. Really? Because he's popped so many times. Or? Yeah, man. He's just proven. I mean, he's just ruined his entire legacy. He's a phenomenal fighter. They'll probably never be. A, he's probably the best fighter ever. But I don't know if you can ever. I just think he's just. He's just such a tarnished career, man. Like you had all. You were so fucking exceptional. And you just threw it all away. But also, you have to ask yourself, why was he exceptional? Was he exceptional because he was doing that shit early on and no one just ever caught him? Both, I'm pretty sure both his brothers popped hot. Oh, in, yeah. In the NFL. Yeah. Right? So Did they really? Yeah. I was yeah. just about yeah. to fucking ask yeah. that. It was a Jones so, family thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So, I, I have no reason to not believe he didn't have access earlier on. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Facebook. What about it? What, what, what's your thoughts when you hear Facebook? <laughs> what do you think about Facebook? Man, I just think about Metaverse now. I think Zuck's taking over the fucking world. Why is he meeting with world governments? Yeah, no reason. He runs a technical... I mean, Man, data Data is the largest segment that no one's talking about. The, it's, it's, the, that's the, e, it's at. the EU is... Uh, there is a deal or a contract or something with the EU about because they harvest data. Yeah. And the way that... it's Whatever they're doing or however it's done, I didn't, I'm not smart enough to remember it or even understand all of it, but their contract is up. And the EU doesn't want to renew it under the certain the way it is now, and neither does he. He wants more; they want less. So they're talking about taking Facebook out of Europe. Dude, Life Three Hundred and Sixty just got busted for selling off a whole bunch of data for no good reason, and then they just sent out to everybody like, "Hey, we sold your data." Yeah, I don't know how anybody's well, shocked anymore by that. And that's the end of it. Like that's the end of the conversation. That's what everybody wants. Where are you? How often are you going there? Where do you live? Yeah, who I, do you contact? I had this guy tell me one time that you could uh, record if your phone was off sitting in your car. You, it could be tapped into, and they could listen to your conversation. Yes. That's accurate. Yes. I, yeah, I, that guy, I know it was accurate because I know the guy really well. Uh, so there's no, any tech company. I told you that years ago. I, yeah, not, <laughs> it was you. <laughs> yeah. Any tech company is able to do that too, and they are doing that. I don't know why anybody's shocked at that anymore. Yeah, we all voluntarily carry tracking devices. Yes. Everybody's like, they're no, not putting no goddamn chip in me. I'm just going to carry it. Yes, we are. We, we have to have it. Yeah. yeah and I, I have people all the time. They're just like, you're not getting in my fucking email. You're not getting <laughs> in my shit. And we're like, well, what are you doing? They already got they're you. Already like, in, you're, yeah, they're already you're in it. It's, it's there. It's just and, unless you're it. like sending messages with Signal. You have Signal's great. Signal or yeah. WhatsApp or some sort of encrypted. Everything is, is, act, is public. Yep. Everything. I've contacted maybe you, you don't think two or three buddies of mine that had signal, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You don't is think this? there's people with, that can get through yeah. that and around that? You don't think Mark Zuckerberg can decode WhatsApp or you don't? Uh, that's a why qu- would he do that? He, he owns an island. I'm right talking to a, a guy like him, a person <laughs> oh, like him. You don't think that that's possible? You'd have to have the resources to do it. I don't know. I would like to believe that the pe- it's that person who could do that. I think created this so that way people like them can't do that. Yeah, I think that's, that's reasonable. I, no, I, I mean, that, that's a good hope. <laughs> I, I don't know that, yeah, that is a good, there's got to be somebody out there like well, that. Well, because I think the idea is they're not storing it anywhere. So, right. So how can you retrieve it? And there, and I don't think it's actually well, issued to any dedicated IP, so it can't be dedicated it can't be tracked. to you. The, exactly. Right, so maybe, they, that's how they can't get Maybe you could shine light on this. I was told It's like the Snapchat of when IP. Some, when something erases from your computer, though, it doesn't erase. Right. Something over, over prints on it. But you can still collect it from out of there. Right, but Even that's on a source, right? Okay. So it has to be saved to a source. So what I'm saying is I don't, I don't believe this gets back saved to any source. And also, that, so if that's your computer, we can verify that's your computer. That's, there's an IP address that's issued to that. 
now so that is now your IP address. But this is the same thing. There is no IP. What I'm thinking though is like you said, if something runs across, like you say, say like a cat runs off across your table and leaves little paw prints. Uh, it didn't like it. It was left there just because it went across it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. we have, a, 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 I think I would believe that they're smart enough to, if it runs across the phone line, they could extrapolate that from whatever. You know what I'm? I don't know if I'm explaining it the right mm-hmm. way or not. But if it's it, just bits of data being sent yes, one yes. to the other, but and there's it, it doesn't have to be saved because it went through the microphone, so it can be pulled back out of but there. Instead of in, yeah, mm. instead of landing in some sort of pot where it's stored, it just falls off. That's what I'm saying. Though they ran through and you, they picked it up that way. They didn't. It didn't have to get to an end user. If it can't be traced, yeah. But if it can't be traced, there's there's nothing you could do. To right on. It. So yeah. Is a hot a dog a sandwich? Oh god. Hot dog or a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Ho. Oh. I don't know. Is it? Yes. No. Both. <laughs> fair answer, <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> both. Both what? It causes it. This thing is, causes. Is, you're it, asking it, it, if it, a hot dog it, it, is it a is, sandwich. It is and is not a, a sandwich simultaneously. There's duality to its existence. It's more of a taco than a sandwich. That's where I'm at. It's where you fall. It's it's like a. Bread it's taco. closer to a taco. I like Adam's answer just because a duality is a better answer. Or duality better is taco. a better answer. But, yeah, it be, but because <laughs> does the bread make it a sandwich? Does the bread make? Because you know sometimes you have like a single right. single piece of bread. But right? it's basically here's like the thing. A, if a ta- if a, a taco <laughs> is if a sandwich fucked a hot dog. <laughs> it's pretty simple, Matt. It, so is a, is a hamburger about is science. a hamburger a sandwich? That's none of your business. A hamburger is a sandwich. It's definitely a sandwich. Yeah. Yes. It has to be. Yeah, sure. it's Two slices of bread on top of that. It's a hot sandwich. That's, that's, a, that that's an easy sandwich. answer. Hot as fuck. Favorite holiday? Ooh. Probably Thanksgiving. It's either that one or Halloween. Uh, Halloween seems to be getting... What's yours? I mean, he took my two. Yeah? Yeah. Thanksgiving? Yeah, for sure, dude. Well, not anymore. Uh, but, uh, but no, for the food, if the, if the food's there, if you come from one of these families that, that really does Thanksgiving, like traditionally, like with fucking like all the real perfect food, cause I've been to family parties where they don't. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why, why, <laughs> why did I show up? Like, the fuck you know what I mean? There's no presents. The fuck? Yeah. Like, it's like, this is like uh cheese and crackers ain't, ain't bringing <laughs> You know what I mean? But I've been to, like, some families don't do it like that. My family used to do it like that, where it was traditional fucking, I'm talking the craziest spread, like something you'd see out of a magazine. So that's why I liked it. But uh, other than that, Halloween. Halloween seems to be like the cool answer everybody's saying these days. It's hip. It's not shit. even a holiday. It's, yeah, it's, it's a holiday. It's more of a sandwich. It's, it's a fun time. I've got Halloween, too. It, not me. I've got Halloween is two. I've got Christmas one. Are you going to say Valentine's Day? Oh, it's Christmas for sure. That's Christmas one, Halloween two, Thanksgiving three. No. With all due respect oh. everybody in the room. Thanksgiving's fantastic. Christmas is number one. So oh, it's my a, God. It's a, there's the a Christmas tree behind you, Jay. And, yeah. then, and then the three holidays for the, the three summer holidays are right behind Christmas for me. Because uh, there was a time that, I mean, I was drunk from Friday to Monday and ate fucking so much barbecue and drank so much alcohol and had so many laughs that I don't even remember anymore uh, that I love those days. And now they're even special because we're on the lake or whatever. So there's so many different ways to do Fourth of July or Labor Day, Memorial Day. Sneaky there's, good holiday, MLK Day. Sneaky good. Because it's right after you got all those holidays that lined up in a row and then you get that one two weeks after. That's, oh, nice that's how I know reprieve. you have a government job. Yeah, you're yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I am a contractor. Goddamn, comes and goes, and I don't even know it's there. Oh, dude. it's fucking great. It's, it's same. I mean, same with uh, the summer holidays. Valen- too. What, so, have you ever done anything special for your old lady or any old lady, ex old lady, oh. on Valentine's Day? Oh my god, I fucking i i try to 
I try to be very thoughtful to every girl that I'm going out with for everything all the time. Okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. And this is true. I know it sounds like I'm being facetious, but I'm being honest. So, like, I was at Costco the other day, right? And I'm not exactly rolling in money, okay? So, I, uh, so, but I know they got these gift certificates, right? You know, these $100 gift certificate for 80 bucks. I've walked past them a million times, never even thought about buying them. But it's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get one of these things, right? And I got one for uh, Charlie Gito's, right? It's like, yeah, it sounds good. You know? All right, so so yeah, I, I get for it. Ground round. I get it, and uh, and I'm like, she's vegan. <laughs> oh shit! All right, they'll have something for her there. They Turns out they don't. No, no, right. No. So it's like what no. happened was we were talking about uh, like, hey, so hey, let me, uh, let we, me should, get that. we should do you we should do something everything. We should do something <laughs> for uh, for Valentine's Day. Let's let's plan something, you know. And she's like, she's like, yeah, you know, we should really go to this place that I'd never heard of before because it's probably vegan. And I was like. No, nah, you know, this Charlie Gito's is uh, something I've been thinking about for quite some time. We should totally go there. Do you she's, like garlic cheese she checks cheese out bread? the menu, and she's like, no, we can't go there. We're not going there. And here I am, stuck with this. You guys want to go to Charlie Gito's? I do, too. Actually? I definitely All right, let's do. just fucking go, because uh, I got the gift card. You dumped yeah. her, right? <laughs> <laughs> he will when he gets home. So have, have you ever done anything special for your old lady? No, dude, I'm so. In what way? Like special for like a uh, gift? How, or however you. However special is relative. One that she remembers for Valentine's Day. No, not for Valentine's. Listen, right. let me tell you something. I am the worst when it comes to holidays, especially Valentine's Day and Christmas. Look, I don't like to buy gifts. I'm not a gift guy. I don't expect anybody to buy me a gift, and in return, I don't like to buy anybody gifts. It's like a weird thing. No. We, we have an understanding, my girlfriend, like my fiance and I. I can appreciate that. So yeah, I'm all about experiences. So I don't really, I don't really buy shit. I'm all about doing things. I'll do things. I found that um, my love language is definitely acts of service. So I tend, that's not necessarily hers, but that's mine. So I'll fucking, I'll do a lot of that. Um, nothing real special for for Valentine's Day. That's such a commercial. Is 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 flowers? No, uh, no, a thing ever. No, nah, and that shit doesn't really I, care about. I'm this. there with you on the worst. I, mean, I, I'm a shitty. My wife has taken back for like eight years in a row. She took back the shit I got her for Christmas. Yeah, I'm not good at like, it. Like I bought her ch- uh, clothes that were like three sizes too big. <laughs> she like opened it up and she was like, do you "Flowers f-? fit." She's every like, "You time. really fucking think I? What I'm do this you big? really think?" Yeah. <laughs> and then the one year for Valentine's Day, I uh, we cooked dinner. Uh, I served it to her. She walks around. I don't have any clothes on. I'm standing there, and she like immediately starts doing that. <laughs> 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 Like just laughing at me. Come on, shit. babe. And I was like, what are you doing? Uh, oh, "This is not. It's not supposed to be funny." Supposed to be funny. <laughs> uh, so, Josh, are I'm you seem like a flower? I'm bad at making experiences oh, and sure. at buying gifts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you suck at both. Yeah, so I just give her. I'm like, here's some money. That's funny. <laughs> Josh, flowers guy. You flowers? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a simple act. I do flowers, but it's not Valentine's Day though. Yeah, all the time. That's no, what I'm saying. Only when I've not done something Valentine's wrong. Day. Only when I've done something wrong though. Because yeah. I don't. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It's, I don't think it's right. I call it. Da- I call it. Me if day. you're good all year, why the fuck are you taking that uh, one day for? Do you know my, the a greatest gimme. gift? I, the greatest gift I ever got, I got a Valentine's Day. My wife got me tickets to a Bulls Lakers game in Chicago. Sick. That's fantastic. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus. That what was, the fuck did you do to deserve that? Wow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I had a. Uh, I had. I had a good one last year. I was. Uh, <laughs> There was so you did that, and then she was like, "Oh God, I've got to get him tickets to a Bulls game." Yes. Oh, okay. You wouldn't know. 
<laughs> You're not doing it right. Um, <laughs> well done, then. Yeah. Daddy D. Wait, what? <laughs> Daddy D. Daddy D. <laughs> 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 so, so what? What year? What year was this? <laughs> oh, oh three. <laughs> oh shit! It ain't now. <laughs> I put it in. <laughs> well, the Bulls ain't what they used to be. He, he was a much younger man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Danny's past. He, he had the energy of a younger. <laughs> oh, fucking die. Rhino pills? You take the rhino pills. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't even Red Bull at the time. <laughs> did you take those Frank Thomas pills? I did. Where he's walking around fucking everybody's wife. The eugenics or whatever. <laughs> did you see those commercials where he walks in and he's like doing squats and bench presses and shit and then the wives walk up they're like oh my god it's tv it's frank thomas and is, is he's he, like what's what's he, is he in his underwear no he's just working out oh. and then the, like the husband will walk up and be like oh my god it is frank thomas and then the wife's I'm just little, staring I'm little, at him eyes I, i'm a little curious as to how like time forgot frank thomas but advertisers didn't like I oh love they frank know thomas, yeah nobody talks about him like as they they should according to tv everybody's everybody's middle-aged white woman wife wants to fuck Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie at the same time. Doug Flutie. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a while either. Thank God. That we had a, we, he won a playoff game. They're all they're together. Doug Flutie is? The, have you not seen these commercials? No. Guys? No. no one? Is it, are they oh, broke? Shit. Okay. A what? It, it's, I think it's eugenics. I know a commercial on what? It's a commercial for like. I know. I just like, like on cable television. Type of, yeah. On yeah. It's, on, it's on regular cable television. I don't like watch TV, TV at all. Shit. Yeah, I don't watch TV either. It's, I just no, have I it running know. in the background. We're, we're weirdos. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, Adam, uh, the St. Louis MMA goat. Oh. The St. Louis MMA goat, like based off of career. Yeah. Uh, you you take that however you want, and yeah. uh, I won't give you any parameters for that. Just uh, whoever you would consider the goat to you. Oh, man, like up until now, and and you said MMA, right? Like yeah. up yes. until I mean I don't know. I mean. I mean, fuck, dude. Probably Tyron would be. I mean, who else can you say at this moment in time as far as who's actually done the most in MMA? I mean, you could probably argue Michael Chandler. I guess it depends on how technical you want to get. He's from High Ridge. See, we've we've see, also gotten into this whole like see, uh, how far out we could go to. Yes, uh, Michael Chandler is. Does, does Mike? Does it, Matt it, Hughes? Does Matt no, Hughes no, count? Matt no, Hughes doesn't no, count. doesn't count. Uh, Woodley had the, has had the best career. Yeah. For sure, he's had the best career. You know, Berger's one of the most legendary, though. Yes. He's the one of the originators. Sean Woodson's, I believe, the best fighter that's come out of St. Louis. But he still has his career. I, I didn't say career. I said he's got the best fighter I've seen out of St. Louis, who, well-rounded, goes in, and he's done right. his thing on the biggest stage, too. Right. Because uh, we've had some, your teammates, we've had a, you've had some of the greatest. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking, if we're talking about goats. Yeah, I think it should, to me, it's, it is, uh, skill set-wise, that's what I, that's how I, Who's got the most tools in their arsenal? Yeah, but I think when you're talking about what constitutes like a goat, I, you got to look at the entirety, and it takes longevity. Because say you have, you can tear through, however many you know have two or three, four or five good years, and then you fall off. Like we're already talking about discrediting John Jones because of what he's done the entirety of his career. Like, at the beginning, there was no fucking question that kid is the fucking greatest. No one like who's going to be skill set wise, yeah. But then you got to look at it. How did he? How did it play out? So that's. I mean, if we're talking goat, but yeah, dude, Sean's fucking spectacular. I mean, with with his body type at that weight class and his uh, mindset. Walk, yes, that that's that's where I'm. 
That's why I'm blown away by him, and I have been since we fucking first, he's since so we first met. He's just a robot. He, he believes just, in himself. He believes. He truly, he understands what that means. Uh, Joaquin is fighting, not this weekend, but next weekend. Somebody else, did, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Charles Johnson is, at some point, the, Dana, if you ever hear this by some fucking weird chance, you got to sign that guy. Mm-hmm. He fucking has murdered through Who's LF. You know, Charles is energy too since he ever. fucking he's the LFA champion. He's the three time. He defended it twice. He won it once. Defended it twice. What weight classes? Uh, was one twenty five, one thirty five, twenty five or thirty five. No, but Where's, he just fought at he's LFA. Out of St. Louis. Yes, he just fought LFA in St. Louis. Uh, in the fifth round, just go look at the highlight of the fifth round. It looked like it was first round for him. He, he was. He's got swag. Is he, he fucking does he train out of St. Louis? Not anymore. No, he he did for a little while. Actually, he trained with uh, Sean at one point, but he was with Jared and them. He also went to Thailand for like a year or something like yeah. that. Like he went and did his motherfucking thing too, though. Uh, he fought a team Richie. They fought back in the day. To see his, he's the same way as Sean. Damn. Like he believes in. Hey, you remember the time I told you I took that picture of Sean and told him, dude, they better get it before it blows up. I did it to one other fighter that night, and I seen fucking a uh, hundred of them. Do you know who that other fighter was? Charles Johnson, uh, and they're both on the cusp. You have to watch his fight. It's on fucking uh, Facebook, YouTube. He down, it, it, The fight was great, but what he looked like in the fifth round, I don't know how you don't sign that guy. It, phenomenal. His future is bright, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of belief in himself. Yeah, Joaquin Buckley also. And that guy's pretty fucking spectacular. Good. He's, he's uh, one of Dana's favorite guys. I oh, mean, what one kick can do for one human. Yes. You know what I mean? Not. I mean, he that guy's great. He's also. Yeah, I think his last fight he had a knockout too. He's got some. His fights oh, yeah. are exciting. And he and he he weathered a storm to get it. Too. Yeah, and that was a great fight. He's the guy too that said, uh, "I'm either going out or putting him out." Some shit like that was his comment and stuff. People. Yeah. The it's UFC, will, yeah, the UFC will keep you around at a 500 record if you're that guy. Yeah, yeah, it's not about winning as long as you're putting yep. on exciting fights. Uh, Adam, can I ask you uh, what are your thoughts on BKFC? Oh, um, I'm pretty indifferent. I, I, it's just like it's it's that place that people are going that don't want to let shit go. You're not you're not uh, intrigued by it. It doesn't draw you. You're not uh, not really not that interesting to you. This is funny. I think it's too brutal. I mean, they, yeah, they they look uh, fucking bad. Yeah, I don't. So, dude, when I stopped fighting, I started focusing on jujitsu because I don't like getting punched. So, yeah, that doesn't really even have a draw for me. Right. I'm I'm much dude. I get so I watch so much more jujitsu now, like Nogi and right. like, like this whole scene and what that's doing. Yeah, w- bare knuckle fighting just doesn't even have a draw for me. I won a hundred bucks on Adam one time. Did you really? Yeah. Oh fuck. Jordan Downey. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. People. Yeah. Hundred bucks. Thank you. By the way, I appreciate that. Cool. That was uh, a smooth fight. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I just remember. Uh, no, no disrespect to Jordan. He's a great competitor and fighter. But I remember the Facebook was like, this is going to be the fight of the night, maybe possibly the year. I was like, I don't know how you guys see that. I don't know where anybody thinks that Adam's been training here. And I think it's going to be not, not one-sided, but Adam's going to win. Yeah. I forget who the fuck You fought was. Jordan Dowdy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no shit. Jordan Dowdy's been around. I mean, he's fought pretty much everybody he's, around. Dude, he's a good dude. We he got him. He works co- out at uh, Project Deliverance yep, he's over coming there. on. He's coming on the 19th. No yeah. shit. Yeah. I go to Project Deliverance tomorrow. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I go to get a pizza tomorrow. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal you got anything else uh shit uh oh uh yes i do um you pro- you might not care but super bowl uh and and this is a layered question thoughts super bowl what comes to your head 
Um, man, I'm kind of disappointed because so I was listening to your guys' conversation with uh, with Paul a little bit on the way here. Yeah. And uh, I feel like you're hating on, on my boy Tom Brady a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I fucking right. lo- I love Tom Brady. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. This is a hot, but I love that. I love fucking. You can't winners. It's weird. All you have to do is say I Super Bowl. Love them. And I Tom fuck, Brady listen, comes up. I love Danny, Tom what does Brady. That tell you? I love you Lance say Armstrong. Tom, you, I love fucking winners. I love those extreme, crazy fucking winners who will run over anyone and everybody to win. And that's what he is. And that's why no I like No doubt. So I'm a huge fan of him. I was actually kind of hoping he'd go to the Super Bowl. When you say Super Bowl, Peyton Manning didn't cross your mind. Did he? Uh, no, Nobody in here? Nobody nobody thought of Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning is not uh, an extreme Danny? winner. Not even degree. you, huh? 53 people <laughs> are on a football team. 53 people. Yeah. 22 of them start. Twenty-two of them start. Yes, and you're not, you're gonna say one guy in a tuck rule and a catch and a fucking collapse by Atlanta. Then we can go uh, the Deflate Gate, Spy Gate. The whole sport's yeah, catered to that to that position, right? I mean, he did so well because you're not able. The whole sport, yes. dude. I stopped watching football for a real long time. Initially, out of spite, I was like, man, I'm supposed to go to the NFL and I'm not doing this shit. I felt a little robbed by my high school coaches, like trying to get to that next level. So I got real real bitter. So I quit watching football. But I understand the game, and my fiance, she's a diehard football. She does fantasy. She's in the pick'em league. She does That's all. Awesome. So we have to. God so like, we're, so I'm watching football now more with her. So like, I understand the game. I know what the fuck I'm watching, and the game has changed. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's dramatically. It's, it's, That's why he's able to play the way he's played and at his age True. because you can't. He's, he's like flag football for that. Dan Marino he, didn't have that he, opportunity. He also has the quickest release in the NFL too. Why am I defending the guy? It's all skill. <laughs> it's all. It's all. But here's the thing. You're right. There's a lot of other people on the field, but there's only one person. There's only certain players, and it can only be. And sometimes it, you only need one person to change the whole, the whole dynamic of a team. Do you know who Marshawn Lynch is? Yes. Hand him the ball. Hand him the fucking ball. Right. That's all you gotta do. Right. That's all you gotta do. Well, if I'm, you not talking about, I'm not talking about just performance though. Like they they elevate everybody. Like who doesn't I, everyone talks about Jordan, how fucking crazy he was, and either you got on his level or you got the fuck off the fucking court in practice. That I appreciate. And but, that's Tom Brady. But, uh, He's no, fucking not, crazy. Not, yes, not, it is. It, it's okay. not, it's, well then it's, how did he go to a team and take them straight is, to the fucking Super Bowl? And win? He he handpicked that fucking team who had the the defense. Go look at the who, stars who on that team. Hold on, hold on. Who handpicked the team? Go look at the stars he, on the team. He handpicked the team? <laughs> no, he, he, he sat here. He's playing GM. He's playing No, he, no that's not what I mean by that's not what I mean by picking the team. He sat there and was like, which is the best option I have to win? And he took the team that had all the talent. That team was all they needed was a quarterback. A winner won. Tom Brady, TB12, winner you ain't shit. One. <laughs> either way. Uh, so, all right. My, I was, my, either way, those playoff games my, are fucking sick. I was super so disappointed he lost. Super I'm not Bowl. very happy that the Rams are in it. I'm not a fan of I'm a little salty of the Rams. We right. are too. We are too. Yeah, we I'm actually, so, in all, and I'm, I've, been, I've been a Denver. So if I am, if I say I'm a fan, it's like a Denver. I've been a Denver fan since 97. Like hard, since Elway, since Trail Davis, since Shannon Sharp, since Ed McCaffrey, Everything since Ron Smith. Like you want to be. Like I'm a fan. Like that's my he team. Took my beloved Neil Smith. I remember. Remember when he went over there. Uh, that was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm so frustrated about that. When Neil but Smith was. S- <laughs> when he sorry. When he the left Chiefs, the Chiefs, right? Yeah. And went to the like, Broncos. Yeah. I was I'm still salty though that. I don't really like how Kroenke did with the Rams, so I don't. I, don't, I have a hard time supporting. And I'm like, I'm like, man, LA is just such a weird fucking spot. I'm like, fuck that city. They're crazy. So. Yeah, I don't. I feel a little different. I kind of want to see the Bengals do some history shit. Right? I, I want to, but there's, cool. there's no way it happens. 
the stars that L.A. has, there's so much talent on fucking the other side of the team. I'm so mad at Cooper Cup because the last two games, he's, like, taken it away from the teams. Like, he's made big plays at the very end to to, to put them in positions. He he put them in the position to get the field goal. I didn't watch any of it. Oh, okay. I fucking hate the Rams. And actually, both teams I picked got knocked out really early. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> he said they are going. I know they are going. To <laughs> Green Bay and who? Who else? Who else was it? New England or something? Yes. No, no, the, pa- the Patriots. The Patriots were going to win it. Not do. Oh I don't think God. I know the Patriots. You know, son. it's good to get the all Patri- this. They don't need Tom Brady on the show. Get a recording of it. We'll go. Find it. It's play the, it it's back. the play it back. I'm okay with it. I, I remember it as soon as they got lost. Whatever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> it's okay. Fuck y'all. He's a man. He's eating his words. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you pick? And, and on the record, who'd you, who'd you pick to win the Super Bowl? Oh fuck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened, what had happened was <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one here picked Cleveland. Hey, why you bring up Cincinnati for sure? No, no one picked Cincinnati. I just don't see how they win it. Everybody's talking about he's that guy. He's got that it factor. He's a winner. Uh, they got, their defense is good. But there's so much talent on the fucking Rams team, like on all all positions. Yeah, yeah. So I just I don't see how. I think it's a blowout. Two touchdowns at least. Um, Super Bowl parties, Adam. Thoughts? Do I like them or not? Or yeah. I'm again. I'm pretty indifferent. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Don't ever throw them, I think, is the answer. Yeah. I, I always like a good reason to get together and hang out and eat some <laughs> good food and just kind of hang out with good people. Right. So I threw a Super Bowl party a few years back. Yeah. Everybody left at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. Why? <laughs> it's weird now that I'm ran older. Out of, ran out of pizza. Why, why did they leave? There, Everyone wants to go home. Uh, uh, it Uncle was time Dan- for everybody to go home, I guess. Uncle Danny was shit out. <laughs> well, when you get older, you just <laughs> want to be here? at home. I was. was big no. Oh, Josh. The insider. At the oh, I was here. Part. Yeah. You know why everybody left? Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn right. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Danny was he he brought it that day. <laughs> he, 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 got, got a little weird Daddy, wild. Yeah, Daddy's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say a few Jack Daniels later. Right. He, yeah. I, I remember he sitting was, down here in, in the third quarter and I was looking around, and I was like, Captain Danny. Fuck. Yeah. How the fuck, fuck I finish all this? I was like, fuck them. I just fucked <laughs> stupid ass game. And I got to drink all my apple. Crown Royal, <laughs> you drank it, Danny. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Thank. All right. Good talk. Literally. Fuck you. At halftime, I'm looking around. I'm like, man, it's like a tumbleweed rolling through and shit. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I just hear my wife's head come down. She's like, the, we're leaving. So this <laughs> was okay. this was when the Seahawks beat the uh, Broncos. I'm no. Guessing. Oh no, I was at his house. <laughs> I just got back from out of town. I take I take losing. I don't take it well, but I I don't fucking break shit or whatever. Shocking. It, it, the, my my uh, actions had nothing to do with the game. Nope. Nah, it was. I my, can I can. I don't want to go all deep. Just hammered. I don't want to go all deep into. Yeah, 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 my pops. That's had just, right. My pops had just died. There. I fucking went through. Alcohol. And fuck everybody. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I drank. It was like, man, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Somebody said like the the he was streaming service went out. Yeah. And like right as the game started. Yeah. And all these motherfuckers. That's really what flipped that switch. These motherfuckers were talking shit, and my ears got real hot and stuff. And I, let me tell you how I fucking think, okay? <laughs> Talk I about my su- fucking stream, yeah. sir. Yeah. You, you guys got something to say? You, you say your stream right service sucks. You son of a bitch. You piece of shit. So, my house. Yeah, my mother-in-law was like, oh, I think we're going to go. I think it's time that we go. <laughs> Bye, Danny. Thank I've you. I've done that. I you mean, I've, I've, I've hosted the He's the, the only Super one Bowl. he didn't tell That's, the fuck off. 
That's why I'm glad the Chiefs aren't in. Because if the Chiefs were in it, I'd have to host. That it. was the. I think it was the Chiefs uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Cup of the so first I'm off the hook no. this year. So Danny, at your house is that what we're doing? Nah, no, no, I'm probably not going to have another. party. I don't think I'm allowed to. I think I'm grounded. Yeah. All right, cool. Like, no yeah. parties at my house either. Time out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you going to Nemesis this weekend? You said you don't know. I'm trying to. I don't know. My wife a- wants to go. Adam, you still go to the uh, local shows? He's I not, guess you're just. He's not allowed to go rock. anymore. Yeah, he's not allowed to go into other shows anymore. You're just Shamrock. I can only right? go to the one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> man, yeah, I, I probably won't go to Nemesis. Sometimes I try to make I try to make it out to different things as often as I can. That's why I went to the Fuji tournament this past weekend and just kind of hung out for a few hours to see who I could see. But um, that's a jujitsu tournament, by the it way. It is a jujitsu tournament. Um, but yeah, I probably won't make it out. To uh, to Nemesis, I don't make it out too often. I like that venue. I'm boring. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That Olympia Fields. Yeah, yeah I, that, Fields, I, I, I love it center. out there. Big old hangar looking yep. thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> uh, you gonna go out there and see it? Probably not. <laughs> uh, that, that's a big negative. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> look like he's too much into MMA over there. You look like a golf guy to me. Look like a good old fact checker no. to me. I'm th- that's about the best I got. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a guidance counselor. That is true. <laughs> so I'm Holy just watching fuck. you guys go through this. <laughs> this <is a> character <laughs> from <laughs> Office Space. He looks you know like a the, women's volleyball coach. <laughs> the worst part is I'm disappointed in all of you. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <laughs> across the board. It, it happens. He, yeah. works, he works in the missions at as <laughs> Missouri State. <laughs> I'd like to. I don't think they'd have me. <laughs> I don't think I'm smart enough to do it. How many people did you cuss in your car on the commute here? <laughs> He knows you. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Actually, on the way here, none. Jo- Josh is like, none on the way here. All right, this isn't funny no more. <laughs> no, no, no. Josh no. is so nice that he can only be angry in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, oh, if any of you doubt that Adam knows people and can feel them, I promise you, he hit Josh on the fucking there, head. There are moments where I've, I'm fine. I'm like, this guy's probably having a bad day. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, had no, I had none on the way here. This so the goddamn it. blinker. It's, it's, I, it's, only, it's only when they do incredibly stupid shit. It, it has Which to be egregious. Every day, always. It has to be egregious. egregious. It has to be the egregious. Word egregious. It's back. That's the word of the month. It's it has to be egregious. Holy oh, fuck, I'm dying over here. Yeah. But no, not on the way, so life is good. <laughs> I was in a good mood coming in here because I was like, oh, shit, I got to listen to podcasts again? I got to see what's going on. He said, no, uh, we fixed that real quick. Not on the uh, way here. Hey, Adam, so uh, tell me about your uh, clothing line, man. It's called Imposed Will. Um, yeah, so, dude, I started this company – like way back at the beginning of my MMA career, it was it was you know I wanted to be like an MMA line like that was the space I was in. Obviously, tap outs, afflictions, dude. This was actually back when like Jocko was even still big, and um, it was so. And I, I never really gave it as much energy. I just, it's always just kind of like I would I'd always put it on the back burner whenever I was fighting and like having you know kids and all that shit. I always just focused on. Like making money and doing all these things, I just never really went all in on it. But it was always kind of with me throughout my fighting. Like I always wore like my own shit whenever I was fighting and different things. But um, I don't know, man. Like once I got let go from like the corporate world for cannabis, I was just like this. It just completely shifted my paradigm of how I view things. So I just went all in on doing my own thing. So that's when I started the podcast. That's whenever I kind of like brought. Just like I just brought it back because I eventually I had the LLC, I closed it. I was like, all right, I'm done with this. So then 
I was like, man, I got to do my own thing. So it's just always been a part of me. So it's like this thing I can't let die. So I'm just such a big proponent of, of the mind. And, and I believe that we can all really achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve. And we can create whatever life that we want to create. And we, can all, we all have the ability to impose our own will, whatever that means for you. But it all starts with the mind. I'm just such a big proponent of mindset and, and the strength of the will. So, I mean, that's, that's it, man. I'm just really trying to build a community. And, and it's fueled, I mean, obviously, I mean, apparel is fueling the mission, but I'm just really trying to, like, just build this massive tribe of awesome people who want to just be better and just truly believe that you can, you can impose your will on life. Uh, well, uh, just, just so that people who don't know that you have uh, your clothing line, uh, where do you find it? You can go to imposedwill.com. Um, I got all, all of the stuff there. So, yeah, man. You can also check out outsideperspectivepodcast.com. I got the stuff there. As far as the, the podcast, I have I have all the show apparel is also on imposedwill.com. So it's all there. <clears throat> so do you have Valentine's Day thongs on your... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking at some fucking some edible, like, panties. Yeah. Go on. Um... Do they make oh, them in man. Danny size? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit. Yes. That's a lot of edible. It's but it's more like a thong, right? It's just like a it's just like a sack for your nuts. Like you, oh. have you seen those super like Euro like for truck nuts? The banana hammocks. I yeah, got right? you. It's yeah. Just, it's just a sack on your nuts and then just like a little string, right? Like a little so sack. I can't wait like to a, be that confident. Like yeah, an apple bro. crown royal bag. Now I feel like the older you get. I'm just trying to figure out the sweat there. problem because the sweat problem Don't keeps making that. them dissolve. That's, and that's her problem. Then you're <laughs> <laughs> It'll work itself out. It's not my problem. But, hey, uh, but what if it what gets the sticky and no? What do you comes off in the wash? What do you What do you have upcoming with the show? Anything exciting? Man, it's just really just kind of more of the same. I just feel like. I'm just kind of on the path to just, just, just rinse and repeat. Schedule guests, conversations, just trying to steadily improve. Rinse and repeat, though, but it's not the same show ever. Yeah, always trying, always trying to repeat. I'm just telling. I'm just wanted for the people who listen. So people don't know it's extremely diverse. The show is really awesome. Covers Uh, a lot of bases. Adam didn't do such a great job of selling it right there. (laughs) I'm really bad at talking (laughs) about myself. I I promise you, it's not. It's not just the same shit. Uh, The show is awesome. You guys should check it out. Adam, you uh, have some phenomenal guests, dude. I try to have I as many jealous of your guests different list. people as I can. I find sometimes I, I feel like I'm having the same type of people on oftentimes, so I'm always trying to, to mix it up. But. Your guests have a great host, by the way. Uh, I appreciate your message. Uh, it, I, I love your message and where you're going with things, man. Good luck to you and all your endeavors. Uh, we do we don't try to really emulate you, but we do take cues from you. And uh, I listen to your podcast. Uh, I'm a huge fan of you, your podcast. I appreciate the $100. Uh, <laughs> keep doing you, man. You're I, welcome. Thanks for coming out and hanging out with us for a little bit. Oh, no, I appreciate you guys having me out. I had, I had a great time. Thank you. You're a gentleman. Thanks, man. Awesome. Man, uh, appreciate everybody being here. Josh, thank you very much. Uh, Danny, good to see you again. Great to be back in studio. Adam, nice to meet you. Uh, can't wait to listen to your upcoming shows, buddy. One love from the post, baby. The post, baby. From the post. See you later. <laughs>